You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. It's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast, and today we have Cynthia Bautista, who is the owner of Nursing Brains with us today. Cynthia, thank you so much for being with us. Ah, Thank you for having me. Uh, so give us a little background uh, about you as a nurse, and then how it kind of led to, to Nursing Brains. Uh-huh, sure. So I graduated with a BSN in nursing uh, from Salem State College, Salem, Massachusetts, and uh, there I found my passion for critical care. So when I graduated, I uh, began my critical care nursing career. I worked at a small community hospital for exactly one year because my, role, my goal was to travel. I found out about these contract nurses or travels, AKA travel nurses, and that just excited me. So for three years, I traveled the United States of America, north, south, east, and west, Again, one critical care unit after another after another. Um, then I kind of got interrupted because uh, I met the man of my dreams. <laughs> and he was down south in New Orleans, Louisiana. So uh, I settled down there in New Orleans. And there, um, again, always working critical care, usually surgical critical care. I really like surgical. I like surgeons. I like the cutting and pasting and fixing type patient. Um, so there I uh, actually met some mentors who were clinical nurse specialists. And that, that, that particular role I just was enthralled with, I just had a passion for. So I worked on my master's degree, a master's in nursing, Louisiana State University Medical Center there in New Orleans. And there I was adult health and illness, and my focus again was trauma. Uh, to me, the more uh, you know, blood, guts, and brains, uh, the better you are, the better I like it. So, and actually, one of my clinical rotations for my master's degree was with a nurse entrepreneur, because I just, I don't know, there was just something about owning your own business or going out and, you know, sharing your skills amongst, you know, nurses or healthcare providers um, or patients or community. I just, I don't know, there was just something about it that I really, really liked. So I got my master's degree. Um, and then I applied for a clinical nurse specialist role, uh, again, in um, surgical critical care is kind of where my focus was. So what happened is a little transition here is where I moved from the south to the north because, um, you know, I got married, started a family, so came up north. So up north, again, I started my clinical nurse specialist uh, role, surgical critical care, and, um, you know, did that for several, several years. And again, met some more mentors, and they had their PhD in nursing, their doctorate in nursing. So I was like, wow, I'm kind of liking this. So um, ended up with a PhD, and that's a University of Rhode Island. Uh, and uh, my, my dissertation was uh, surviving a brain tumor, because I kind of transitioned from a surgical clinical nurse specialist to a neuroscience clinical nurse specialist so my and that's what I still am today a neuroscience clinical nurse specialist um, so though that's my like educational background some of my clinical 
So um, I did um, move from surgical critical care to neuroscience. I've been doing that now for like maybe 15 years or so uh, at Yale, Yale New Haven Hospital, New Haven, Connecticut. Um, so, and I still practice there one day a week. So after like, you know, 10, 15 years or so of working, I uh, fell into academia. So I was offered a associate professor position at a Jesuit university, it's Fairfield University. Uh, so um, I said, yes. So I left the clinical arena and moved into the academic and I've been here since 2016. So that's about three and a half, four years. And um, I really like it a lot. This particular, <laughs> this particular university, this particular school of nursing and health studies, uh, this particular dean are so supportive. Talk about meaningful recognition. It's just wonderful here. The faculty are so collaborative. It's just um, unbelievable. Um, so uh, that so my main work now is this, uh, you know, associate professor academic position. And then uh, one day a week, like I said, I still work at uh, Yale New Haven Hospital, but I've kind of transitioned out of the neuroscience uh, realm or uh, units. And uh, now I'm on psych. So I'm bringing neuroscience nursing to the psych arena. I'm looking at neurological injury and mental illness. And um, that has been also very rewarding and very exciting. Yeah, and, I would say that you're still in neuroscience and psych, because to me, psych and neuro, it's the same thing. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what I'm finding out. I So many people say, well, it's the same thing. And I'm like, yeah. Because I've been, I've been doing deep dives into the pathophys behind the mental illness, pathophys, of course, behind the neurological injury, and wow, it's all the same. It's a, there's, it's a really cool science between the two and how they blend together and how you really can find um, certain uh, mental illnesses have certain injury to certain parts of the brain. So that's what I've been kind of messing around with. It's been pretty cool. So how did this all lead to nursing brains yep. and what is nursing brains? Sure. Uh, well, I'll tell you what it is first and then I'll tell you how I got there. So nursing brains is a, a neuroscience, it provides neuroscience, nursing, continuing education uh, to whoever. So it could be um, a, a conference or it could be a hospital or um, and I can now say that I'm international. So I have presented or internationally have hired me to, um, to present and to, to teach. Um, so it's really uh, continuing education opportunities. So that's what I provide, continuing education opportunities. But the topics are neuroscience, nursing related. So. Yeah, okay. so that's what it is. So how I got here, so, so I have a colleague, dear, dear friend. She said, Cindy, come with me because I want to start a business. And I said, okay. <laughs> uh, so I just went to support a dear, dear colleague and friend. And we went to, you know, the, it's called adult, adult education. They us, it's usually in a town and they usually hold it at a high school. So uh, me and my colleague, we walk into this adult education class on small, creating a small business. So of course it's a class, right? So you have to do the activity, you have to do the assignments. 
So the assignments of writing a business plan, the assignment of your title, the assignment of marketing, the assignment of um, uh, finance, bank accounts, um, you know, literally how to set up a business. So I just went along in the class and I don't know, I was just doing the assignments and I came up with this nursing brains and I came up with a with a business plan on how I was going to go around the world and teach continuing education and on neuroscience nursing. And so, you know, I was like, okay. So it was kind of fascinating because at the end of class, I, I ran with it. I loved it. I, I, I loved my assignments. I loved what I created. And I said, that's it. I'm doing it. And my, but my colleague, she never did anything with the class. She never started <laughs> her own business. She never did anything further. So for me, I, I went just as a whim. And then um, I got to tell you, I'm real, pretty successful now. So wow, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so you went in just as kind of a fluke and came and, out with the business. <laughs> yes, that is exactly right. That is exactly right. Yep. Yep. So I'm looking at I, I'm looking at um, your website now, and you have an awful lot of stuff on here, like spinal tumors, spinal shock, seizures, yep. Parkinson's. You wrote all these continuing education programs. Yes. Oh my yes, goodness. Yeah. How long did this take you? Oh, so it's kind of interesting. Um, I didn't create it all at once. It kind of got created. Um, each continuing education um, class program, uh, I kind of created as um, I as the business occurred. So as a customer or, you know, as a customer would ask, could you please come speak on this? So then I would create it, create the um, program or the class. And then I would continue to market that particular one. So how long did it take? I, ideally, all of that work kind of has, has accumulated over at least, I would say, about three to five years. So okay. still, still on occasion, I have to create a new program or a new class. Um, I'm always revising, right? So you always revise and update. So a lot of that is, you know, I've used it's I've it's still the basic um, topic, but I, it's all updated and revised. So I'm constantly doing that. Okay. And did you have um, trouble going from like uh, okay, here Cindy's going to do um, neurotrauma topics for free to no wait a minute this is a business and you need to pay me for this was oh, that that's a that's a great question yes <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so I have to tell you, still to this day, it depends on the customer. Um, sometimes just thinking ahead, I will go pro bono. I will provide a class or program pro bono. Um, and, I, and sometimes I kind of am a little nervous about it, but I have to tell you till this day, I've never, it's never failed me that I go, I do it pro bono, and then they always ask me back. And when they ask me back, it's big bucks. I'm able <laughs> to ask some big money because I find that sometimes it just, again, it depends on the client, the location of the client. Um, but I find, like, for example, I went to this one, it was a hospital, um, and I provided them a pro bono program. Oh my gosh. So sure enough, it worked hook, line, and sinker. Um, they asked me back not once, twice. C came back twice and again, big money. Well, big money for me. I was so excited. So it, it does work. Well, for okay. me, it works. 
And these are, are these um, one day workshops or do you have like online programs as well? Yeah, haven't done the online um, thing. It's always live. So whatever I provide, it's usually live presentations. Um, the online stuff, so many people have asked me to do that, but um, that takes time. And right now I don't really have the time. Maybe when I retire. <laughs> but I really don't have time to create the online everybody's asking me to they ask me for recordings they ask me for um you know the products so I when I first set up my business I was I went under the impression that I would create products you know like videos whatever blah, blah, blah. um so I have my license to do all right you know I, I I'm set up to do that but it's a it's time consuming and I really don't have the time to create the products Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't have any products for sale. Uh, I just, it's and most of my business. Well, all of my business is live. Okay. And how do, how do people find you? Like, how did you get your first couple of like yeah. sales, I guess, or, or yeah. set yeah. this up? Yeah. Uh, one, it, it is truly networking or it's all about who, you know, so again here, so I'm in Connecticut. So in the state of Connecticut, I, again, uh, local like critical care chapters or neuroscience nursing chapters of organizations, you know, hey, does anybody want to give a speech? And so I would always volunteer um, in servicing at, you know, at my job, I would give tons of in services, nursing grand rounds. So the word got out that, you know, hey, Cindy's a pretty good speaker. And, um, and sometimes local, local, um, conferences you like the local critical care conference or regional critical care conference or you know so just I would submit abstracts so same for national organization annual meetings I would submit abstracts I'd get accepted and so again when you do those kind of presentations people I don't seem to like it so they would come up and say hey can you do that at our hospital so that's what I started noticing is people kept asking me to come to their hospital. And then I said, oh, okay, now this is working and people are asking. So, um, so that's when I said, mm, okay, for a fee, for a fee, for a fee. Did you have trouble pricing that when you first started going to these little hospitals? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. And still to this day, I have pricing issues. I really, uh, uh, oh, I totally am underpriced because uh, I, I know my competition and I know pricing. Um, and um, but um, so for me, pricing. Um, well, this is for me. For me, I am. Um, this is my third job. This is my fun job. This is my money to go shopping. I love bling bling. I love to shop. <laughs> so the main focus for the money that I make for this particular. Um, uh, job is free money is fun money mm-hmm. uh, because my academic and my clinical um, uh, positions you know they cover the the bills and the then the life living you know so um, I personally at this time and actually the whole time I've had this business I never really felt that you know that I that I needed the money that I had to you know price real high yeah, I think that's important too because you know some people this is just something they do for fun and that's okay. Like <laughs> I think that's great that this is something that you love to do and you get money and you can go 
buy your bling or, or whatever you want, uh, you know, from a, a job well done. And I think that's, that's awesome. It doesn't have to be like, when are you going to quit your academic job and, and make a million dollars, like your side job or your, the business that you create can just be something that you love. Um, so I think that's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you saying that, Katie. Um, I really, really like how you said that too. Um, Thing, and for me, that was an affirmation because I just do it. And I have to tell you the other thing, um, when I create or when I accept or deny any of the uh, possibilities to go out and speak or do the business, this I make sure I'm having fun. So when it gets to be like it's not fun, it, like I, have this, I had this one, one client, it started to get to be a little not fun anymore. So I've actually handed it off to another nurse entrepreneur or a nurse entrepreneur who was just starting out. And so that was kind of, that was a first for me to hand off a client to another nurse entrepreneur. So that's the other thing is this has to be fun for me. I love to travel. So that's another thing about this, my business. The main reason I'm doing this is because I love to travel. I love to fly. I love the hotel. I love, I love to meet new people. I love meeting nurses from all over the country. I love meeting nurses from all over the world. It is just so cool. Yeah, we're very similar that way because my business funds most of my travel all over the world. And it's, you know, I just, I absolutely love it. Um, oh, thanks. And it's, you know, I don't have very expensive things. I have a lot of travel experience, though. So. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So, yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of, because I see a lot of this in my group, like people want to offer courses kind of like what you are with oh. CE credit. And, you know, they're just kind of confused as to how to get started. Um, so I'm just wondering how, you know, from the local critical care chapters, the in-servicing, the grand rounds, how long did that take before people started just asking you to, to pay you to come to the hospital? Is this something that you go once and then you get somebody to hire you or you go multiple times or what does yeah. it take? Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Uh, several things that you said are totally true that um, it does take a couple of times. It, it definitely took me a good year, two years to get an established, like to me, one to two years to uh, establish the business to get it where now this I find fascinating people say to me how do you market how do you advertise I have to tell you I was when I first started the business because of that small business class they taught you how to advertise so I was all set up to advertise <laughs> but I've never had never once in all these like 10 years or so, I don't know, six to 10 years, I've never advertised once. It, it's all repeat business. It's all word of mouth. So it's, and that it, for me is just amazing. Um, like I'll, I'll get asked to speak, like just say at a national conference. So that one lecture that I give, like a keynote speech, from that one keynote, I will get at least three jobs or three gigs. I call them gigs. I'll get three gigs. And it's, it's just amazing how, and then like, so then I'll go to a gig and then the next, and people will come to that and I'll get three more and three more and three more. And it just keeps panning out. Like what month are we in? This is 2020. 
(laughs) This is 2020. And are we not in February, the second month? And I'm booked for the year. I I really can't take any any more. So so from now on, when people call, or a lot of it's email. Some people will call, but a lot of it is email. Um, I'm going to have to turn them down because I am just totally booked for 2020. And, you know, I love that you said that it takes like a year, one or two years to establish. Yeah. I've also had people in my group be like, I started my business three weeks ago and I don't have any clients. And you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know? it definitely takes more than three weeks. Yeah. And it's not uh, starting a business isn't about getting rich quick, or at least it oh. isn't for me. For me, it's about doing something that you love and oh. and bringing the money will will eventually follow if you have a decent plan. But, you know, if you over deliver and you're really good at what you do, that word, you you shouldn't have to advertise like word of mouth will, it takes a little while, but once that momentum gets going, it's very powerful. It's more powerful than advertising on Facebook or whatever. Right. Right. Uh, Oh, I appreciate you saying that Katie, because I didn't quite I thought I was like the only one like doing word of mouth type business. But so you're saying that colleagues of yours also it's word of mouth usually. Oh yeah. And I don't, so for my students that I have in my program, I don't let them do paid advertising because they have to do first, they have to establish themselves organically. Cause if you don't have that organic, if people aren't coming to you organically, they're not going to come to you if you buy ads, like it's just not going to work. So you have to have that first one to two years really needs to be organic. You have to hit the pavement. And yeah. Get you have to get out there, expose yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I would like, I like that concept too. And that is true. Like I submitted so many so for me, my business is speaking, right? Speaking, engagement, speaking. So that's what I did uh, for the first couple of years is I just submitted abstract after abstract to all kinds of conferences, right? Med Surge, Critical Care, Neuroscience, um, the ED. So, right, the CE, uh, you know, the uh, ED, ENA, um, you know, I, I just kept submitting all kinds of apps, like you said, hit the pavement to get out there, get my, get my voice heard, get my, get me seen and heard. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's why I like doing these podcast episodes, because like when you start talking to people, you realize that they didn't just start yesterday, because it, it's easy to look at you and say, look, uh, Cindy's successful. And um, all she had to do was uh, and ask people for money and, and she gets gigs. And it, it's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cindy put a lot of work into what she's doing and, yeah. you know, put her time in. And now people are coming to her, you know, to because she's word of mouth like and yeah. and they've seen what you've done and how you right. are as a presenter and they everybody wants you to present to their people yeah and and on that i like that comment too um i have evolved or developed based a lot on my feedback on the feedback that i've gotten um you know from participants so i've i've changed a lot of if i had to reflect back when i first started out what i was doing and then what i'm doing now you know, it seems seems basic, right? Okay, here's my slides. I'm going there. I'm going to stand up there. I'm going to give my speech. And <laughs> but I have to tell you, you learn what works and what doesn't work. You look, 
I personally have evolved into. I feel like now I, I feel like I know what people like to hear. I know, I know the timing. That's the other thing. Like when you're giving all, and again, I do a lot of all day programs. So what does it take to do an all day program? What does the audience like? What don't they like? Um, and I have to tell you a lot of times, even if I do repeat business, you know, I change it up a lot just based on lessons learned, you know? I know mm -hmm. what they like, what they don't like, the timing, when do they like their food, when they don't like their food, when there is no food. <laughs> the, everything based around food is very important. <laughs> oh, it is so true. And I, and um, it's funny because, you know, I also use theory, right? Because uh, for me, what I do is adult learning theory. So I try to stick to that theory. I totally believe in, you know, what's that guy's name? Somebody knows. Uh, I, I totally believe in his theory because I've played with his theory a little bit and I've tried different things to see what, because I mostly speak to adults, uh, what they, what they like and what they don't like. So. Yeah. And that comes from practice and, and being in front of people <laughs> a yes. lot. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Um, all right, Cindy, this is, this is awesome. This is really great. And I, I can say, you know, cause I've been in AANN, American Association of Neuroscience Nurses, and I have heard you speak and you are a wonderful speaker, an excellent Thank speaker. You. I really Thank enjoyed you. listening to you. Um, Thank you. So, you know, that's, that's my, uh, <laughs> my accolade, my <laughs> testimonial for you. Um, Thank you so much. Appreciate it. But listen, let what, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you and if they want to book you for 2021. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, yes, please, please. I have to tell you the best way to contact me, I'll give you both, but the best way is email. Um, so please email me. So it's my initials, C-A-B, cab, C-A-B, and then brain, because that's what I'm all about is the brain. Brain. So C-A-B, brain, B-R-A-I-N, at... AOL.com. So cabbrain at AOL.com. So please feel free. Email me. I'd love to hear from you. And then if, if you're not into email, you want to call me, call me. I don't mind. I'll, you know, leave me a message. I'll, I'll be glad to return the, the voicemail or return the message. So my phone, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't answer my phone. So nobody's going to get me on the oh, no, phone. Sometimes I'll answer it, but I'll <laughs> definitely answer my voicemail. Uh, so that is 203. 394-2542. So awesome. Email and, uh, but again, you can check out the website. I need to play with the website a little bit. It needs a little updating, but um, yeah, just email me and, uh, or give me a ring ding. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Take care. Go brains. <laughs>